and welcome to another Game Luster podcast. My name is Haley, and I am social media manager. For today's podcast, I am joined by two of our writers, veteran Mike. Hello. And newly joined Elizabeth. Hi. So, briefly, I'm going to start off with a currently playing. So, Elizabeth, is there any game that you are playing recently? Recently? I haven't had a lot of time. I'm very interested in Octopath Traveler, but I've not been able to get it, so they don't have a Switch. It seems like a lot of our staff is extremely excited, but also very, very cautious about Octopath Traveler right now. Mike, I know that you, I think you said that you were interested in it. Are you still? Yeah, I'm still interested in it. Um, I don't know why I'm going to be able to pick it up, but it is a game that is on my radar right now. I haven't seen much gameplay footage of it recently, but I think the art style is really cool. I really like how it's um, sort of kind of 3D. So, like, that's kind of, like, why I want to pick it up, but I'm also really bad at, like, those turn-based games. So knowing me, I probably wouldn't get past, like, the first five minutes, because I'm really bad. I'm bad at them, too, but I played the studio's uh, previous game, Bravely Default, and I was able to get through it. It took a little bit of time for me, but I was able to play it. So I hope it's as good as Bravely Default was. Then I might have to give it a shot. I played Child of Light, and I'm just stuck, and I can't beat whatever boss I'm on. It's just, like, not happening, and I've had that game for for years. <laughs> Oh, I feel that. Yeah. So, Mike, what are you playing recently? Um, right now I'm playing Tales of Berseria. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, I um All the Tales games are very good. Yeah, I played Tales of Graces and really enjoyed it. And Tales then... of Graces is my favorite. <laughs> um This game was on sale during the Steam Summer Sale. So I was able to pick it up relatively cheap, so I decided to just give it a go. I'm really glad that the Tale series is finally putting their games on Steam. It makes them a lot more accessible. Yeah. Because before, really does. before you had to buy like every console under the sun to play them. <laughs> it's like Kingdom Hearts all over again. Oh, oh yeah. Don't even get me started on Kingdom Hearts. I kind of wish that. A lot of the games that, like, I'm, like, super interested in, which are, like, the, uh, like, the visual novels, I wish they had, I would wish they would put more of those on console, because while I like playing on my PC, I, I think I'd just rather play those on console, but I feel like that's, like, a whole topic that we could, like, completely dive into and spend like forever yeah. on. I don't understand yeah. why they wouldn't be on a console because like it's it seems like they would be do well on like a virtual store, which all the consoles have now. Yeah. Um I mean there are some uh decent visual novels on console. Um I know Dong and Rompa is oh, on, both on console. Yeah. Yeah, that one I know the first two are on Vita, and the third one, which recently released, was on uh, the PS4 as well. Yeah. I want to pick up a Vita, but, like, all the Vitas that I find are still, like, $200, and I'm just like... They're they're still expensive. My sister finally took the plunge and got one, and she found one used for relatively cheap on Amazon, but it turns out it was kind of broken. Like, she can't open the SD card slot. Wow. But it's okay oh. since uh, she only really wanted to play Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's the reason I got my Vita was because uh, Persona 4 Golden was coming out on it. And I was like, oh, snap. I gotta get into that. Yeah. It's it's her portable Persona machine. She has P3 FES on it, too. <laughs> Mike, mail me your Vita if you're not using it. Thanks. Oh, uh... Sure, I guess. Thanks, Mike. You're the winner. I mean, I guess. I guess. So, as for me, uh, I've started playing Bayonetta again, and 
my boyfriend recently picked up the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, the Insane trilogy. So I'm hoping to give that a shot. I'm not... I, when I was little, I wasn't really good at Crash, so hopefully I'm better and I don't die a lot. But knowing me, I'm probably going to die a lot because I'm just really bad at video games. Same. Uh, yeah, well, I couldn't even beat right. Pokemon when I was a kid, okay? Uh, like... See, I'm a, I'm a completionist. I have to finish what I start. Well, my first game was Pokemon Gold, and I released Togepi. So I wasn't able to finish the game because uh, I couldn't get the uh, Master Ball because I couldn't talk to Professor Elm and get it. And yeah. you need to do that in order to get to the Elite Four. So that was fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Why did you release Togepi? I, mean... I wasn't thinking, but my sister did it too. So it wasn't just uh... me. I... I don't know. When games get hard, I kind of just put them down and walk away from them. Like... I've been slowly, like, I was like, yes, Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, and then I got it, and I played a couple minutes, and I was like, oh, this is okay, and, like, I've been forcing myself to play it again, because I'm just like, this isn't Assassin's Creed that I knew what happened to it. I don't like this anymore, but I'm trying to finish, like, all the games that I started, because I have just realized I bought a bunch, and just stopped halfway through and haven't finished oh, them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Same here. I got a stack of games. I both Fire Emblems that I was playing, because I got stuck in grindy hell, so oh, yeah, I yeah. gave up on playing them both, and I realized I should go back to them and finish them. Yeah, RPGs for you. You gotta grind. Yeah. Uh, Awakening, I didn't have to grind. I'm overleveled, but I was like, I want to get all these skills. And now I'm like, that totally wasn't worth it. I should not be doing that. So I need to pick it up again. But school! Yeah, I know that school life. Now that it's summer, I need to actually pick them up again. Like, I don't want to grind in Assassin's Creed. Like, and that's what I feel like I have to do. And I don't like it. Like, I don't want to run around and collect experience and get to a certain level because starting out I just feel so under leveled for like everything and I feel like everything kills me in like one shot if I actually try to confront it and I'm just like ugh why can't I just run up and kill people like Assassin the original Assassin's Creed like why am I grinding for things now? I don't like this, but... You, you gotta work for it, I know! Wow. Like, <laughs> can I just pay someone to do it for me so that I can enjoy the game afterwards and just be, like, the max level so I can just run around and not care? Like, that's what I want to do. I have this distinct memory that when I played Tales of Graces... At the very end of the game, there's a side quest you can do to get, like, costumes to unlock. Like, if you want to put four of the same character in a team, you can. And yeah. my sister got bored with all the grinding, and I took it up. It took me, like, months, because the items had, like, a 1% drop. So I would just sit down there for hours playing and going through the same dungeons over and over again grinding these, like, 1% drop items, and I can, I still remember it being an absolute nightmare. Yeah. It was really rewarding when I finished it, because I was really proud of myself. But I would not do that again. <laughs> it's like me with Diablo and trying to find, like, a decent set. I just, like, run the same places over and over and over again until I get, like, really, really bored and give up. And I think that's why I stopped playing Diablo. I don't remember why I stopped playing Diablo. <laughs> Probably because it got boring really quickly. Like, it's fun. No, I think I picked up another game, like, halfway through for some reason, and just never went back. I do that. I don't know why. I find, like, a sale, so I buy a game when I'm already halfway through another one. You're and... not the only one who does. Yeah, so I don't That finish... is, like, the reason number one why I stopped, I stopped finishing things. So I don't finish game A because I start game B and I forget about game A. And then the cycle continues. It's a vicious circle. Oh, it's a very vicious circle. We'll have to play Diablo sometime, Mike. 
so that you can actually finish it. <laughs> we'll just run the campaign we'll mode. Yeah. Just try to grind it out. <laughs> but moving on from our like super lengthy talk on video games that we'll never ever ever finish, let's talk about our topic for today. So today's topic is video games that should have sequels and video games that shouldn't have sequels. And I kind of came up with this topic off the top of my head um, just because a lot of games have been coming out recently with a lot of sequels or reboots and things like that. Um, God of War, you know, there's like a new 50th Forza, a new 999 Black Ops, uh, Kingdom Hearts is getting a sequel. All these games just seem to be getting sequels nowadays, and I can't find original games to actually play, so I'm behind. Um, but I thought it would just be cool to discuss what sequels we wish would have been made and what sequels we should just probably light on fire and erase from history. So let's talk about sequels that should have been made. Um, and we'll start off with Mike for this one. Oh, yeah, I got two that I really wish got sequels. Um, the first was Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem for the GameCube. Um, one of the scariest games I've ever played. I love horror games, so it was one of the scariest games I've ever played, and I loved it. And there was supposed to be a sequel for it that got canceled. Okay, that's the most disappointing part. Yeah. So, I really feel that that game should get a sequel. Um, maybe they could bring it back, you know, in the Switch era, be able to do some new things with it. Yeah, imagine how the graphics would be now. Oh, yeah, it would look so nice. But that's, like, one of the main games I wish would get a sequel. Um, another one I was thinking of this morning... Um, I was reading some stuff on the Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pokemon Snap. Oh my god, please. <laughs> I loved Pokemon Snap so much when I was a kid, and it would do amazing on some of these newer systems because the graphics are so much better, and there's there's motion controls, and it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because um, I remember when the Wii U was out, every... Yeah, I was like, please announce it. Yeah, every please single please person announce. I knew was like, please put it on the Wii U. Please, please announce it, please announce it, please announce it. They never announced it. No, but... it's so sad. And they put it on virtual console to mock us. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, you guys want part two? Well, too bad. It's just part one again. Um, So that's probably a big one for me is a sequel to Pokemon Snap, especially now that they've got so many new Pokemon. they got... So many new regions that I mean, there's. I think there's a lot they can do with Pokemon Snap Part Two. That sounds interesting. Can you tell me what it is? Because I'm not gonna lie, this is my first time hearing about it. Oh, you've never played Pokemon Snap? No. Um, basically, you just take pictures of Pokemon. Uh, what happens is like you pick a level. Like you could pick like a volcano. You could pick a beach. And you're on a rail, and you take pictures of, like, Pokemon, you know, while you're on this rail. But you can affect the environment around you and make, like, special things happen. Like, you can make Pokemon evolve. You can, you know, trigger certain events to make, you know, different Pokemon appear. And it was just really fun just, you know, interacting with that world. It was really creative, too, because, like, I played it when I was little, and it was one of the first games I ever finished, like, fully. But it took a while to, like, figure out how to do some of those, like, really clever, like, what was the one? You hit Magikarp into a waterfall, and he becomes Gyarados. Yeah. Like, that stuff took me so long to figure it out, but it was so cool. Or what was it? You hit Charmeleon into a volcano, and he comes out Charizard or something? Yeah. Like yeah. I that game. Yeah, it took me a while to be able to do everything. Um, it's and, really creative. Yeah, yeah. I still remember how proud I was when I got that picture of Mew. 
Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> I think that would work really well if they made some sort of, like, AR. Like, if it was, like, a mobile device and you could do that with, like, some sort of, like, AR technology. Because um, that would be really cool, like, if you could just, like, look through your camera's phone you and know, I see everything. I think they actually might have done that for one of, I think it was uh, for black and white. They had it with the 3DS's camera, but it never released over here. It was only in Japan. Because, like I, like, I think that would just be really cool. And then, like, um, you could, like, if you had regions, it could um, maybe, like, change your environment a little bit. Like, when you're looking through your phone screen while it's using your phone camera. So, like, you yeah. could see, like, Pokemon in your living room or Pokemon on the street and, like, capture them. And then, like, if you're, I don't know, near a body of water, you can use that I like I just I think that'd be really cool. Now Pokemon Go does have that capability, but it's not really like the same because you're not you're going out to catch, not to like take pictures. Yeah. Though I've yeah. seen some people do some pretty amazing photography with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Friends are really into I never got into Pokemon Go, but I have friends that are really into that. I am one so of those you... people. <laughs> So you can do some creative things, you know, camera-wise. It just drains the, the battery on my phone, so I don't use it very often. Yeah, yeah. That's the only problem with it. They had to carry portable chargers because... I mean, I still have to carry a portable charger. Do they make a Pokemon Go-like themed portable charger? They do. They make a ton of them. I'm not surprised. <laughs> there's, there's even yeah. one that's like a Pokedex. It's a phone case. That goes oh, on I've your seen phone that. and it has a battery built in, and it's a Pokedex. Not surprised. Wonderful. I'd have to check that out. My sister just picked up a retractable cord that looks like a Pokeball on the retractable part. She's in Japan right now. Wow. She oh, they, bought that they there. The, they get all the good stuff over there. Yeah, they do. So can she just just tell her to smuggle things back? Like a whole bunch of like Pokemon oh, I'm going related to visit her in I'll be smuggling my own stuff back. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, moving away from the Pokemon talk for a quick minute, Elizabeth, what are some sequels that you would have liked to have seen? Uh, see, I'm not like the hugest person. Like, I like sequels, but they're never really done right for me. I would have liked to see a sequel in a game that had an interesting world that maybe used the world and rather than the characters. Like, the one that I can think of off the top of my head is The World Ends With You. I think The World Ends With You oh. could have gotten a sequel, and I think it could have been very good. I know it's getting an epilogue now on the Switch, but I think yeah. it could have gotten a real full sequel. I have not played it yet, so I really can't say. I'm waiting for the Switch... Um, re-release to come out, and like you said, it does have an epilogue. Um, so I'm hoping I do enjoy it enough to want a sequel. Yeah, the world is really well done in that game, and I think just having another game set in that world would be great. Uh, I like sequels that, like, if they continue the story in a great way, then great. Um, but I like sequels that. Ex kind of like expand on the world. I think yeah, those, those are... are the kind of sequels that I really prefer. Yeah. 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 I just I think it's so cool to see the other stories that are going on in the world because when you have the first games, it's kind of like one dimensional. Like you only see what that person's going through, but seeing the other stories in the world, um, Life is Strange is doing oh, something yes. like that. Like they're they're not going with the stories that they already have. They're branching out, doing more stories within the world, which I think is great because everyone loved, a lot of people liked Life is Strange. Oh, I, I love that game. I think the world that they created can definitely be expanded upon probably as far as they want to take it, whether it be, you know, maybe just five different stories that they tell to 20 different stories that they tell. I feel like they yeah. can definitely do it perfectly 
I agree with that. I like how their new game is actually like it's in the same world, but it's just a different. It's someone else's story in the same world. Yeah, it's, it's a very a, good idea. It's a little boy, right? Was it called? Captain yeah, it's a little boy. I haven't played it yet. I've been meaning oh, to pick yeah. it up. What's it called? Like Captain. The Adventures of Captain Spirit, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, that sounds Something about like that, right. Yeah. 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 Like it's a prequel to Life is Strange Two, right? Yes, they said it. They said the main character from Captain Spirit would be in Life is Strange Two. Okay. Would make a cameo, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, cause... Oh, never <laughs> You can go ahead, Mike. I was about to say that 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 game was um an interesting world, so it would be nice. It, it was nice that they did announce a sequel for Life is Strange. Yeah. I also think it works really well because they do the episodes, so they can, like, they give it to you in short bursts. They don't overwhelm you with, you know, this giant world and this giant, huge story. Like, you just get short clips of it, and I think that works really well, so... The player doesn't in my get case, burnt it works out. well, so I don't play it all in like a day and then forget <laughs> the whole story by the time the sequel comes out. Yeah, well, and like games that do that kind of like remind me of like TV shows in a sort of way. Like you get that plot line yeah. with what it's going for, and then you move on to the next one, and you don't get burnt out by watching it all at once. You're not. Like, sitting there trying to remember, like, oh my god, what happened five hours ago when I was playing this game? Like, I don't remember the choices I made. Like, it just, it, I think it works perfectly like that. I agree. Yeah. So, the game that I picked, um, I actually found on a list. Because I was having a little issue because all the games that I was thinking about already had sequels. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with let's go with two that I see on this list because these two I kinda actually like. LA Noir. Now, I never played it, but I always wanted to play it because the the style of the game is one that yeah. I really like. Like I like. I've those... never played it as well, but I've been watching the VR version. I've been watching people play the VR one. I haven't seen anyone play the VR one, but I want to. But I just I love that type of game, and I think that what Rockstar did with all of the facial capture and just how great the game looks. Like if they put out another one right now, I feel like it's gonna rival. Um, Quantic Dream games. Like, I, oh, yeah. That I, would be am- the graphics would be amazing. 100%. Yeah. I feel like it could look like it's gonna look like, um, the game, like Detroit. It's gonna look great with the graphics, with the facial and motion capture. And it's just gonna be like 100%. So I'm definitely hoping, like, praying that they'll do that. I, Doubt they will, being that. But they it wouldn't even be hard to do that, because like there's always crime in LA. <laughs> Just come up with another crime. <laughs> I I feel like like even if they didn't want to do and like another one set in LA, they could definitely pick a different city. Oh, they could. Like, I'm yeah. literally down for anything at this point. Like, I just want another game. That's like it because I don't think there's anything out there like it unless you count like the Sherlock Holmes games, which I played the first one and I think it's like really shitty. So I don't even like I got that game for Christmas one year, started playing it and was like, this game sucks and haven't touched it. Add that to my list of games I'll probably never complete. But I just, uh, I want another one. And then. Yeah. Uh, going back to Rockstar, uh, another Bully game. I have not played Bully, but I had a lot of friends who really liked it back when it came out. It was really fun back then. I think it was for the PS2 
two, I think. That sounds right. Um, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. It was a lot different from what you expect from Rockstar, because you know, when you think Rockstar, you think um, Grand Theft Auto, you think Red Dead Redemption. Um, and Bully was nice because it was kind of Grand Theft Auto-ish, but you know, set in a school. Also, I feel like it's just who's gonna make a game about some kid beating up other kids? <laughs> no one besides Rockstar. So yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> I, much. I feel like they definitely took a leap with that one. Um, I truthfully don't understand why they haven't made a second one. I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going to assume that maybe it's, like, backlash with a lot of the stuff that's been happening in society. Maybe they don't want to put out a game that promotes violence with you. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I'm, I'm just going to assume that it's that, which I'm pretty sure Bully, when it came out, was met with a lot of backlash, which I mean a lot of video games are, but I feel like I'm pretty sure Bully was met with a lot of like parental backlash because they were like, hey, you're putting out this game that promotes bullying, promotes violence within schools, that's not right. But, yeah. I mean, those parents probably didn't even play the game or look into the game to see what it's fully about. They just saw that, hey, it's in a school. It's called Bully. Boo! Automatically assume that this kid's yeah. beating up yeah. everyone and stealing their lunch money. Yeah. But, that happens a lot. Yeah. People don't play the game. People don't play the game, yet they want to judge it. They want to... Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's like uh, Persona 3. Yeah, a lot of people got mad at Persona 3. Oh yeah, so much backlash on Persona 3. Yeah. Or you got the parents that like to go out there and be like, oh my god, video games cause violence. Uh... Uh... Like, you need to be able to separate video games from reality. Yeah, yeah. That's bad if you can't. <laughs> yeah, if we're running into big problems, if you can't take what's imaginary and separate it from what is truly real. And I feel like that's not to go out on a tangent about this topic, but the people who are blaming uh, video games uh, for violent tendencies or violent actions don't truly understand video games, probably haven't played them, probably haven't did their research, because there have been multiple studies, multiple, multiple, multiple studies that have shown that video games do not cause violence. Mm -hmm. So, like, those, I feel like those people are just looking for an easy way out. Like, oh my god, yeah. this game has guns in it. So, yeah. of course, my if my kid goes and beats somebody up, I'm going to blame video games. That's not how it works. If you're going to blame video games, blame everything. Literally, you're going to have to walk around with your eyes closed. To... Yeah, have they looked at TV? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Well, I was about to say it's the same thing with TV and movies. Um, exactly. You know, they they want to, like you said, they just want something to blame. Yeah, it's a scapegoat. I remember when Matrix came out. Oh my gosh, all this gun violence is you know doing so much bad. You know, whenever a new Marilyn Manson CD drops, you know, like people start freaking out. I just, it's something that I will never understand because. I've been playing video games since I was little. Um, I've at least been involved with video games since I was little. And I don't want to run out and burn buildings and beat up the first person I see. <laughs> so I think I came out uh, pretty well. Yeah, it came yeah. out alright. Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never shot anybody. I mean, you know, it came out alright. <laughs> but I just... Uh, just people need to do their research and look and look into the things that they want to talk about before opening their mouths because that's how a yeah. lot of false information 
gets uh, put out there, and then you have other people who think that's the truth, and then they don't do their research, and it's just a whole massive, I don't know, avalanche of false information and people believing that false information, and that's not how we should go about our society. We should all be informed Mm -hmm. about what we're talking about. We should all be informed on the truth of everything that's going on. So when people start talking about video games and violence, I'm just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Please come back and talk to me when you've actually researched it. Bring me researched articles, and then we can discuss it. Write a three-page paper, MLA style, (laughs) before you come back to me. It's like, have you not seen the studies? I mean, come on now. Like, credible... Credible sources, and that's like another thing. Like people are aren't looking into credible sources, and I understand sometimes it's hard to find those sources. But if it's something you're really passionate about, you're going to find those credible sources and do your and research. A lot of the time, it's people looking for what they want to believe. So, yeah. like, there could be hundreds of sources saying, "Hey, video games don't cause violence," but there's that one that does, and that's the yeah. one they pick up on and cite. I wholeheartedly agree because um I'm going to I'm going to cut this really quick. Um I feel like that's how a lot of propaganda gets spread on Facebook. You find that one article that's like, "Yes, this article on Facebook agreed with me and it's what I think is right." So, of course, it has to be credible cuz Facebook doesn't lie to you. I don't know how there's Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my grandma did though like she'd go from doctor to doctor until one of them would tell her what she wanted to hear and then that's what she'd stick with yeah I think Wikipedia is listen with all the with all the really bad sources out there Wikipedia might be the only thing that's really credible at least sometimes I don't know. Well, Wikipedia uh, has sources at the bottom that you could go check out yourself. Yeah. Wikipedia is a great place to find sources. Let's see my college professors. Yeah, college professors. I go to Wikipedia and just click on the sources (laughs) and go to those. They don't have to know. (laughs) Your secret's out now, so hopefully none of your college professors listen. (laughs) I'm graduated. (laughs) They can't do anything. Aw, damn. Well, here here it is first, kids. We're giving you some tips on how to get sources. Go to Wikipedia and scroll to the bottom. There you go. There's yeah. there's our uh, yeah. podcast tip of the day for passing college. Just trying to simplify your lives. <laughs> so let's uh let's save the rest of our source talk for another podcast before uh we spend the next 40 minutes on that and let's hop into video games that shouldn't have had sequels so i'm gonna start us off really quick i have two um i'm gonna say mass effect andromeda it was the first mass effect game that i was kind of interested in because I had played um, Dragon Age from Bioware, so I wanted to play some of their other games. And I was looking to pick up Andromeda, and then I heard all about it just being bugs and errors and it just being, like, ugly. So, yeah, I think that's a game that probably shouldn't have... uh, come out anytime soon oh yeah yeah it, yeah i um thought about picking it up and then i saw the bugs and rather than getting upset i actually laughed it was just so ridiculous some of the bugs like you you have a game you have people play test it yeah. how can you have not have found them why would you release this game that's basically extremely broken Yeah. to people that you knew were going to bitch about it. And they're going to boycott it, and they're going to tell you that you failed, and they're just going to make you feel really shitty. Like, why not 
try to fix it. Why not just delay it? And if it's not working out, why not yeah, just... Yeah, I agree with that. Why not yeah. just delay it if it's Scrap it. Like, if it's... If it's 100% not gonna work, scrap it. And I understand that a lot of money goes into video games, but I would rather see a company delay it or scrap it rather than put out something that's extremely broken that they aren't really able to fix and then just have everybody get pissed at them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know there's going to be backlash if you delay it, but if you put out, if you delay it and then put out a product that works, that would be a lot better than releasing it on the same day and then not patching it or anything to fix it. Yeah. It's a lot less backlash over time. It worked for Persona 5. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Everyone loved Persona 5. <laughs> and that thing got delayed by like a year or something it like that. It got delayed through my entirety of college. <laughs> it got announced when I was a high school senior and I played it as a college junior. <laughs> I, like, I would just rather see companies take their time and fix things and try to polish things as much as they can rather than... Yeah, and I feel like to go along with that, they do need some sort of clear communication that that's what they're doing. Yeah. Like, going back to Persona 5, they told us, they were like, we, I know this game is supposed to come out on Valentine's Day, but we really want to make sure we're doing the English release right, so we're going to delay it a little bit more. So they yeah. told us that ahead of time. And, you know, that worked. People were still upset, but not as upset if they just not released it and then no one said anything. Yeah, it's how you feel about Code Vein right now. Um, it's supposed to come out September, but now they're saying 2019. So I'm like, well, I'm glad instead of putting out a shitty game, they kind of delayed it to work on it, you know? Yeah, I'm upset. I got to wait an extra five months. But those five months could make or break the game. Yeah. Like, you'd rather wait than get a really bad game and then that have... Then that, like, change your perception of the company and like of yeah. the video game because if you get a really shitty game you're like well the company didn't take the time to polish it they didn't take the time to get the bugs out this game sucks pretty much yeah so the other game i'm going to mention um would have to be a couple of my dearly favorite series assassin's creed um Main mainly three and Unity, um, Unity because just like Mass Effect Andromeda, it had a lot of bugs. It wasn't polished mm-hmm. like at all. It was just bad, and a lot of people really wanted it because they were like, "Oh, well, you can play with your friends. It's multiplayer. You can all be assassins." And a lot of people were like, "Yes," but then it comes out and. In cutscenes, you just see floating eyeballs and floating hair. There's no skin. There's no face. It's just really weird and bugged out. And then with 3, I just thought 3 was really boring. I thought it took too long. I didn't like the plot. I didn't like Connor. I understand what they were trying to do. Like I thought a game in the colonies would be great because... Mm -hmm. All the games have basically been overseas. And I was like, yes, like, let's do a United States Assassin's Creed. But I just think it fell so flat. And it was probably one that they should have waited to release. Or maybe picked a different time period. Or picked a different main character. I just... I made it through probably the first hour of that game and returned it. I just thought it was... I thought it was so bad. Connor was terrible. He was so one-sided. Like, the game just took me forever to get through because, like, there was one mission that I couldn't figure out where to go. I was looking up walkthroughs and that still didn't tell me anything. And then I was just, like, running around in a forest, lost. I was just like, I just give up. Like, I completely give up. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, three There's was nothing the- worse than 
waiting for a game and being really excited about it and then having it come out and it's bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Devil May Cry too. <laughs> what were you going to say about 3, Mike? Yeah, 3 was probably the last one I played. Um, and like you're saying, that's for a reason. I, I didn't like 3 at all either. So I just, after that, I was like, I'm done. From our Assassin's Creed, I've played every game up to now. I'm done. Just, uh, yeah. And then when Unity came out, I was like, huh, maybe maybe I made the right choice. Because Unity, Unity just looked bad. I was I would watch YouTube videos of Unity, and it was just, I was just, wow, I am really glad I did not pick this game up. Unity needs to just be scrapped from Assassin's Creed lore and series and everything, and it just needs to be sunk into the center of the earth and forgot about forever. Because, like, going back to 3, Black Flag was really good. I think it tied in really well. But why couldn't 3 do that? I don't get it. Syndicate was pretty decent. A lot of people, I think, liked Syndicate. Because, like, Ubisoft learned to not Mm. put out a shitty game. And then they they were like, hey, we're going to take our time. We're going to do a couple years. And then release a game and I think that's been working for them ever since um so I'm really happy about that that they've they've taken everyone's word into consideration and that they're taking their time to pump out better quality games which shouldn't have been a factor from the beginning so are you saying that they should take all of the unity games and put them in the desert like they did with ET <laughs> Probably. Like, I'm just gonna go around and take everyone's copy of Unity, like, digital and physical, and bury it in the desert and just leave it there and not let anyone go there. And then 20 years from now, somebody could find that huge cache of Unity games. Yeah. Famous. But then it's gonna be worth nothing, because it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> so... Before I go on a tangent about how much I hate Unity, um, Elizabeth, what's uh, your sequels that shouldn't have been made? So, I'm always in the camp that it's like, there are a lot of games, I don't feel like the sequel shouldn't have been made, but I feel like the sequel should have been something different. And my main example for that is Xenoblade, Xenoblade 2. Uh, Xenoblade 1 was an incredible game with a great world and great characters and then Xenoblade 2 they didn't use any of that they put out a game with the same name and apparently my friend told me that after playing through all of it you learn that it's a prequel and not actually a sequel but they still call it Xenoblade 2 and it was just really disappointing because they established an amazing world concept in Xenoblade 1 and then they didn't do anything with it at all. And it was really, it really bummed me out when I saw that the sequel got announced and then it was something completely different. Yeah, I uh, still had that one in my backlog. Like you said, the first one was insanely good. Oh, the first one was a masterpiece. Yeah, but I haven't, um, I. I bought Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I just have not had the time to sit down and play it yet. I ha- I don't have a Switch yet, so I can't play uh, it. But I have a friend who played through it. So yeah. I was talking to uh, her before I started recording about it. Because I knew from a lot of people telling me that it, it wasn't, the world wasn't the same. So I went mm-hmm. to go check that. No, it's not. And if it was the same world, it would have been really cool. Because that world was amazing to explore. And they did give you a lot of opportunities to explore it in Xenoblade. But post-game also would have been, like, a really cool way to, you know, just explore the the new world that the, you know, the game established by the end. Would have been a great opportunity. And it was wasted. (laughs) That's really disappointing. Yeah, I'm super sad about it. And then they put out Xenoblade Cross, which is also not in the same universe at all, but they still called it Xenoblade. So, 
still bitter about that too <laughs> i just that's really strange that they just wouldn't build upon something that people already liked and that like they already had a lot of stuff for like why like, they took the some of the elements from the game like some of the characters like there's a species of like fuzzy animal like sentient animals that was in all of the games a couple of monsters were the same but like aside from that nothing really connected in at all that... they just used the same name that's so strange like if you yeah. have if you have something good you should continue with it yeah, and Xenoblade got a lot of popularity recently because of Shulk and Smash, and then that's what prompted them to make the sequel, in quotes, and uh, Xenoblade Cross. But it's just that they didn't use any of the elements from the actual game in those, which was really disappointing to someone who really enjoyed the game. Yeah, I think the best we got was a DLC where Shulk shows up real quick or something. Yeah, like I heard about that. That's new, though. That just came out. Yeah, but I mean, that's the only connection. So like you're saying, it would have been nice to have more than just that. Yeah, I agree. It was really, it's a, it was the most disappointing thing to be watching Nintendo Direct, seeing that Xenoblade, and then not recognizing anything. Yeah. So Mike, what are, uh, what are your sequels that should have been in the trash? Oh, when you um, said the idea earlier, the one main one that came to me was ten, Final Fantasy X-2. <laughs> I don't oh think gosh. any of the Final Fantasy games should have gotten sequels. They were all pretty good standalone. Ten, I loved. Um, you know, I played it when I was a lot younger when it first came out on the PS2. And then I got it again when the um, HD edition came out, what, like a year ago or something like that? And, you know, I love that game. But 10-2, to me, is an atrocity that should never have happened. That game was horrible. Yeah, I feel like sequels to JRPGs are really hard to do. Like, because yeah. my, my other example that I was thinking of of games that shouldn't have gotten a sequel was Tales of Symphonia. But that was mainly because they didn't they changed the gameplay so drastically that it didn't really feel like it was in the same series. Yeah. But, like... I feel like if the game, especially something like Final Fantasy, you're just making it more confusing by making an actual sequel rather than a spiritual yeah. successor. Yeah, because Ten Two, Haley, we will we will bury Ten Two alongside Unity. I was gonna ask if you wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the plan. Ten Two and Assassin's Creed Unity will be buried in a desert, only to be found twenty years later, so people can see why it was so bad. Just, just, we'll have to name it, like, the land of the really, 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 really shitty games. We'll put the up the and everything. <laughs> yeah, um, another one I was thinking of was Resident Evil 6. Ooh. Um, Resident Evil, like I said, I love horror games, so I love Resident Evil 2 was amazing. I'm so glad they're remaking 2. 4 was awesome. One and three were pretty good. Um, five was okay, and then six came out. I don't think I even finished it because it was just so bad. What was so bad about it? I've only seen the first Resident Evil. Oh, I can't really do horror games. Story and the characters were—it wasn't even a horror game. It was more an action game than anything. Oh yeah, that'd be disappointing. Yeah, that's why when seven came out and it went back to you know being survival horror oh yeah i've seen a little bit of seven i can't finish that game (laughs) (laughs) this game is awesome but six i think was the low point of the series i'm like so i completely forgot about resident evil 6 so i just looked it up and (laughs) go back to it out of your brain because it was so bad yeah Yeah. (laughs) so going back to uh credible sources I looked it up on Wikipedia, <laughs> and they actually describe it as a third-person shooter game, which is surprising yeah. because, like, when, like you said, like, Resident Evil is known for being horror. Yeah, there's a connotation yeah. with the title. Yeah. It's a horror game. Yeah, when you get evil in the 
title, it's most likely going to be some kind of scary game. So, like, I'm, I'm so surprised that they veered off, like, that far. And even here, it says, like, it received mixed reviews because it, like, it was a departure from the survival horror. And, and like, with, let me rephrase this. Resident Evil is not the game that I would expect to be solely shooter. Yeah. So when yeah, they, no. like, I can understand why so many people were disappointed because that's not what they want when they hear Resident Evil. They want to pee their pants and cry for their moms because they're scared. They don't, yeah. they don't want another shooter game that's basically Black Ops or, uh, Battlefield, but with a Resident Evil skin on it. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good one. Yeah, I'm, I still cry about that one in my sleep. <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> I mean, at least they made seven, like, like back to yeah, the Yeah, at least roots. they learned from their mistakes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because were, Capcom was like, well, I'm sorry, guys, but that kind of didn't work. Maybe we should go back to what we were doing before. I mean, because they could have just went forward and made another one exactly like it. Yeah. Um, so, really quick, there's two that I'd like to mention really quick that I just thought of that uh, should have had sequels. The first one's pretty old. Um, it's Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. I mean, why are they not making sequels for games that are extremely unique? What's um, going on here? And I know this one has been, for years, people crying and saying that they want a sequel to this game. I am one of them, but I know this is one of those games where people are absolutely just passionate about getting a sequel for. And it's definitely one that's probably never going to come, so we'll just yeah, silently cry about that one. <laughs> um, but another one is, I'd like another Bioshock. Specifically, I'd like a follow-up. Yeah. I would like a follow-up to Bioshock Infinite, at least within that world. If they don't, then I'd at least like a new Bioshock game. I mean, again, like, Bioshock is extremely unique. The stories were different. Mm -hmm. The world was different. I mean, we're just... Why are they making sequels to games that are kind of short and shitty and not making sequels to games that are really, really good? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I wouldn't mind another Bioshock. That's probably one of the few shooters I actually like. I'm not a big shooter fan, but I love Bioshock. I don't do third-person games, or not third-person, first-person games. My bad. Yeah, I don't either. I hate first-person games, especially first-person shooters. Um, but I play Bioshock Infinite, and it was like the only one that I actually really liked. So yeah. I'd like to have another one, but I feel like we're never going to get it, which makes me extremely sad because. I feel like a lot of people would pick it up. You know, it's such a popular game, you'd think they'd actually make a sequel for it. I'm pretty sure the yep. company dissolved. Oh, yeah, you know, that would do it, huh? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the company dissolved, and I think some people went somewhere. I don't remember exactly where they went. Um, But I think the team is working on... A new game? What game? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'm too lazy to do that right now. I'm sorry. I'll get back to you on that one. Um, but I, I definitely feel like that would, that would be a good one. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, Okami for me, but it had a sequel, but it was more like a spiritual successor. Yeah. Uh, the sequel I wish that would have come out, Silent Hills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... 
I think I cried when they said that <laughs> that game was canceled. That sounds about right. I was upset that that game got canceled, and I haven't even really played them. I can't do horror games, but like, um, I did watch people play PT, and that was I, very well done. <laughs> I was about to say when I played PT, oh, like, wow, this is awesome. You know, it's playing with my mind. It's scaring the hell out of me. This is awesome. And then you know you beat PT, and it has a little trailer. You know, Silent Hill. And yeah, I was like, oh, awesome. this is going to be this is very be well great. done. Yeah. And then six months later, uh, yeah, guys, uh, Southern Hills isn't happening. No. Now we all just have to settle for Death Stranding and whatever that's going to be. And whatever Death Stranding is. Uh, yeah, 2020, maybe. I don't know. The so world lucky. may never know. There'll be a month-long boss battle in Death Stranding just because it's Kojima by himself. With a two-hour-long cutscene. Yeah, that you can't skip. <laughs> He's just making a movie, and the only thing that you do in it is you walk. <laughs> That's it. It's it's a walking simulator. Yeah, with, with little babies. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's an escort walking simulator where you escort a little baby <laughs> around, and you go see the sights, and you try to not get eaten by. Invisible monsters. Yeah. That sounds like a that really bad... That sounds like bad... real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it sounds like a really bad walking simulator. Like, it sounds like it's harder than it should be. Play it on, like, ultimate mode. I, hey guys, I... just go for a walk. Remember, <laughs> you might die. Oh. Oh. Oh, jeez. That's, that's just me going outside, <laughs> especially in the wintertime, and there's ice. I'm going down. Oh, just, yeah. Just, no, that's exactly it. Like, I try to avoid going outside in the winter. Okay. Now we're talking about the seasons. Oh, this podcast. <laughs> we're just going from one end to the other. All over the place. It's like a massive, like, you know, we had a straight line and then we kind of, like, went in a circle <laughs> and now it's just, like, a squiggly line mess. The circle turned into a square and it it's a sine curve. <laughs> Uh, that's that's all of my podcasts. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get fired for posting podcasts. Oh gosh. <laughs> R.I.P. My career. Anyway, um, so let's uh let's wrap up this podcast before it comes two hours, and then everybody gets sick of hearing us talk about things. Um, so let's uh talk about I don't know. Let's let's do some closings. Uh, Elizabeth, anything you see going on interesting in video games or any parting words that you want to say about what we talked about today? Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of the statements on, like, video games. It seems like all the games that people want sequels for don't get sequels. And then there are a lot of sequels that you know, they just, they just don't work. And I agree a lot with the, it seems like studios are just trying to get the games out faster and faster, which leads to uh, the games not being as good. I 100% agree with you on those. <laughs> Mike, how about you? Yeah, um, Nintendo, if you are listening, please give us Pokemon Snap too. <laughs> yes, please. Please. Go blow up their Twitter. Maybe they'll listen. I know, right? <laughs> I I guess my parting words would have to be just I want good quality games with good quality stories to game worlds that have already been established. Um, I agree with that a thousand yeah. percent. Like, yeah. we have great stories and great worlds that are out there that should have sequels that shouldn't be forgotten about yet like they're over 10 years old already and you can't play them anymore because it's ps1 ps2 yeah gamecube and they didn't put it on a virtual console or that <laughs> um so i just wish that like, even if they brought them back in HD releases or something like that, 
bring back these worlds that have already been established that fans are asking you for, even if it's just in small amounts. People want them, so why not toss out a little something to see yeah. the reaction and take and take a chance? Yeah, and like we were talking about with Life is Strange with the little episodes, like, if you don't want to put out a full game, if you're just testing to see if people would like it, just put out, like, a, you know, like, a hour-long episode of a game. And, you know, if people do like it, if people if that's what people want, you can put out more. Yeah. Or, or do kind of, like, a PT thing and just do, do a simple hour, two-hour, small snippet. Like, I think doing that for Alan Wake would be great. Hmm. And you don't really need to do much story with it. Just put out something small, get everyone's reaction, and then go from there. I mean, will it will it pay off in the end? Nobody knows until you try. So hopefully if there are game companies listening out there to this random little podcast, uh, please and thank you and I will gladly give you money. Because I know that's what you want. Same. <laughs> so, with that, uh, this is Haley with Elizabeth and Mike, and we are signing off for this Game Luster podcast. Have a great day, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.